How do you earn the trust of someone who's actively pushing you away? She's like, I'm just another number for you. Your job is to give me a room, leave me alone. That's all you're supposed to do. How do you convince people who've been abandoned, perhaps by everyone in their life, that you have their best intentions at heart? I'm Jesse Batend, and this is Whole New Worlds, brought to you by Primo Center. Trust can be hard to come by in homeless shelters, but building trust is often the first step to helping residents, especially at Primo Center shelters where they don't kick people out for breaking the rules. A majority of the families that come to our shelter had um, probably been kicked out of a previous shelter provider's program. Really, most? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because Primo Center has the reputation of working with the most vulnerable families because we have an array of services, such as the psychiatric, the case management, community support. LaShonda Brown is the director of Primo's Shelter in Chicago's Englewood neighborhood, where our series first started. Honestly, I grew up in the suburbs. I never went to shelters. I always helped homeless and did food drives, but I had never seen the face of homelessness hmm. until I got to the Primo Center. Before taking the job, LaShonda worked at a company called Beacon Therapeutics that provided therapeutic services to many homeless shelters throughout Chicago. My job was to say, hey, I'm reviewing this report. I don't see a lot of therapy <coughs> services. What's happening? Why are we not providing therapy? Although her job involved helping homeless people, the only way that she actually interacted with them was through their medical charts. Until she took the job with Primo. How many how many people are there on your very first day? Like, My how very is that? first day at the Primo Center, I want to say it was about 119 individuals wow. in the building. Some were happy, some were angry, some was fussing, some was cussing. So it was like, where do I fit in? Like, how do I approach them? LaShonda recognized some of the names of residents from her time at Beacon. I knew the names on the charts, but I didn't know the people. And now the people are in front of me. So my approach to them was treating them as a human being. Hello, my name is Brown. Nice to meet you. Some were open and receptive to me and some were not. And so I was really nervous about becoming a shelter director because I said, I'm not a clinician. I always thought this was a clinician's job because they know how to evaluate these people. But I will say after four weeks, I realized, no, this is a human being's job. Hmm. This is what this job entails. Do you care about these families? Do you care about what happens to these families, especially the small children? Because it was so many children. We had moms with six, seven, eight kids in their, in their 20s. They're victims of childhood trauma, childhood sexual abuse. So it was like, no, you speak to her just like you're speaking to anybody else on the street in your family, and you treat her the way you would want to be treated or the way you would want your relative to be treated. And that's how I began to open up and begin to work in within the shelter. When you got there on your first day, what was your understanding of the role? Um, how much like <laughs> preparation did you have? What, what did you like think you were walking into that day? I understood my role was basically to oversee the day-to-day -day operations of the shelter and basically making sure families are supported, safe, and have what they need to become self-sufficient. So I knew what I was walking into, but the different personalities I had to get used to and not to take it personally. If a mom didn't want to speak to me or if a mom cursed me out and called me out my name, 
I learned to not take it personally. So that was me, my first, I'll say, three months at the Primo Center. Then I learned to take charge and understand what I need to do to make myself successful and those clients successful. Can you tell me about the moment where you felt like you were able to take charge? There was this one um, mom who was at my previous job. I saw her chart. I knew all about her. I knew everything about her just doing a compliance security review on her chart. Just from like the data on the The page, data on right. the chart before I even got to Primo Center at my previous job. Interesting. So when I was shelter director at Primo Center, I'll say for about six months, she was intaked into the shelter. And when I saw the name, I said, I know this name. Hmm. I have to get up right now and see if this is her because I know all about her, but I don't know her. I've never seen her. And she, it was the actual client. She was there with her five children and she just lost one of her children due to SIDS two weeks before coming to the shelter. And so just sitting with her, talking to her, she was very, like, she did not want to hear anything I had to say. She was angry. She cursed me out. She cursed my staff out. She did what she wanted to do. And so I said, how can I get through to her? I want to help her. It became a little Mm -hmm. personal at that point because I knew all about her. And I'm like, I want to help her. I want to help her. And And for me... I'm religious. I prayed about it. Hmm. I prayed about how can I help her? How can I get through to her to let her know she is somebody? She is important. Although she's back into the shelter system, we can work together to prevent this. And just telling someone that, they don't believe you. They've been homeless since they were children. She was homeless since she was a little girl. She suffers from generational homelessness. Hmm. Yes. So Hmm. I knew like trying to tell her, like, we can help you. Primo can help you. She wasn't trying to hear that. She's like, I'm just another number for you. Your job is to give me a room, leave me alone. That's all you're supposed to do. And so when I processed how to deal with her, I explained to her, I know you've had these traumas. I know about you. Let me help you. I'm going to be consistent. And the thing with her is consistency because other shelters, you know, they just put them in the room. They you know, check them off their sheet, and they move them along after 120 days. Hmm. You know, Primo Center, we don't do that. We don't ask you to leave. So I knew that I was going to spend a lot of time with this client. So for me, that is when I realized, and I knew to take charge on what I needed to do. And if I can get through to her, I knew I can get through to anyone else. Yeah. Did you feel like you got through to her that day or did it take some time it took some time i could Mm -hmm. see a glimmer in her eye that she was giving me a chance and so for me i knew i could not disappoint her because i made her a promise and the worst thing you could do is promise someone something and not deliver i made her a promise that you know i know you're angry you have this attitude but we're not kicking you out this is something you and i and the team are just gonna have to deal with how we can begin to work with one another because you have five small children and i know you do not want them to go through what you went through as a child shelter hopping going shelter to shelter let's end this let's figure out what you need what those children need and when you leave us we want you to be housed and we want to continue you know continually work with you and so she really didn't believe that and so when she saw work, started working with myself, our early learning program, our clinical team, and Dr. Shrapada, she began to see like, okay, I'm gonna give y'all a chance. And she let us know, oh, she will let us know, I'm gonna give you a chance, but don't mess it up. Like she, she will let us know. And you can hear her miles away. And you all know she's coming down. No. She's about to go off, something happened. So what I trained the team to do was just be consistent. 
Mm. Like you can't say one thing and do another. You just have to be consistent. And, you know, we're not going to allow her to just do what she want to do, but there's a way we can get through to her so she can understand the reasons why we ask certain things of her. And so I want to say it took about six months. Can I ask uh, what happened to her? Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. She has been permanently housed for two and a half years. Hmm. Primo Center, we do follow-up services with families that are housed to help them maintain their housing because that's Primo Center's goal. Once you leave us, we want to be the last shelter you go to. She's housed in the suburbs. She's receiving services, and she was just at our Mother's Day celebration. Her children are doing well, and she has a full-time job. Yes. Yes. We pour into our families. It's not easy. You know, our numbers are very high, our outcomes, and it's not, people say, well, how do you achieve that? It's not easy, but it comes down to you. Do you really care about your job? Do you care about what you do? And if you do, you demonstrate it. Whole New Worlds is brought to you by Primo Center, dedicated to ending the cycle of generational family homelessness. If you want to contribute, it's easier than ever. Text New Worlds, all one word, to 44321. Or visit primocenter.org for more information. The show is hosted and produced by Ron Brown and Jesse Patent. Special thanks to Primo CEO Christine Aker, Shelly Cooper, Eric Harmon, and everyone from the center who spoke with us. Special thanks also to Charlie Meyerson, Sheila Solomon, Janine Harston, Terry Lydon, and Cindy Pulaskis of Rivet. Special thanks also to Moby for letting us use his music throughout the series, including our theme song, Porcelain, and Southside as our closing credits. Once again, you can make a donation to Primo Center by texting New Worlds, all one word, to 44321, or head to primocenter.org. I'm Ron Brown. I'm Jesse Batend. Thanks for listening. So can you tell me about your teddy bear? I remember my baby. Whenever a new family comes to Primo Center, the children get to pick out a stuffed animal. Because I like to play babies with it and just cuddle with it. And you like to what? Cuddle with it. Cuddle with it? Yeah. So soft. It's so soft? Yeah. Okay, what color is it? White. Okay. It's called the Lovey's Program. And it's just one of the ways that you touch the lives of homeless children with your donation to Primo Center. All right. That's all. I just had to make sure that you like it. I love it. <laughs> okay, good. Text New Worlds to 44321. For more information, visit primocenter.org.